0: Today, I'm here with my friend, Ashley, and I'm really excited to get to talk to her today because she is a birth photographer and actually took the pictures of Evie when she was born. And they're so phenomenal. I can't even like speak more highly of them. She's so talented. So today she's gonna be sharing her birth story and her breastfeeding experience and how that has led her into birth photography. So. Ashley, go ahead and just introduce yourself a little bit. Yeah, of course. So I'm Ashley, I'm a mom of two. So I had
1: my kids 12 months apart. So they are two and one years old. Um, I fell in love with birth photography and just family photography after having my two kids. So it's been a really fun um Transition from you know weddings to now family and birth photography, so, and I live in Mechanicsburg with my husband and my dog and my two kiddos. so
0: <laughs> when you found out you were pregnant and with your first and your second, how did you feel? and I know faith has a big role in your life so how did how would you say you felt during your pregnancy? and yeah, so with my first,
1: um we tried for almost nine months to get pregnant, so it was a lot of um it took a lot of faith to get there, through that. Cause I was like, well, why am I not in control of this? Like, yeah. why, why is this not happening right away? So it really took a lot for me to kind of give up control and and, and realize, Oh, this is going to be on God's time and not mine. Mm-hmm. So that was the first real um, test of my faith, even though that feels like so silly, but you know, I really had to give up control over that. Yeah. Um And with my second, that was very much a shock because I was three months postpartum when I found out I was pregnant. So that was, yeah, that was hard to wrap my mind around. And I had to really lean in and pray that everything was going to be working out and be okay. So it, it definitely took a lot of, um, prayers and just like trusting that, this is God's plan for us because this was not mine. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it has been such a blessing because my kids are now like growing up to be best friends and it is so sweet to see their bond together. Um, and I was blessed with two really amazing pregnancies. Um, and I had a, a really, really incredible second birth and it was, I can't wait to talk about it cause it was truly a God thing the way it all played, played out. So oh, wow. ugh, it was truly a blessing.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I have well my seven. So when mm-hmm, I see people like you mm-hmm. that have them a year apart, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, because <laughs> my seven are a handful. So having two so young, mm-hmm. and when you're freshly postpartum, yes, is so hard.
1: Yes, it was. There were some dark days <laughs> in yeah. the beginning. You know, after Carson was born, she uh, she was a little bit more of a handful. I mean, each kid is so different, yes. but I just remember just being so exhausted because she needed me Mm -hmm. and my son still needed me because he was only a year old so it's like I I literally had two babies and it was it was so challenging and I I did kind of go through some you know baby blues and postpartum like anxiety and I'm just so grateful for my support system and and my husband um because those were those were some rough days
0: (laughs) it's important to have that support yeah it's it's a struggle. A lot of people don't talk about how yeah. hard it is after baby, but before we get to like that, mm-hmm. we, let's talk about birth. Yeah. Um, so how was it with Carson was your first, right?
1: Carson was the second. My second. Yeah. So, so with Everett, he, I, I really wanted to do it naturally. Um, but you know (laughs) your plan never always goes to plan yes um so I tried to educate myself you know I hired a doula and this was in so he was born in 2021 so this was peak COVID time um that's
0: hard in itself
1: yeah and it feels like ages ago like you know what we went through during that time period um but so I tried to educate myself as best as possible. Um, you know, I met with my doula, um, Lex a couple times, um, and she was fantastic. So the day before my due date, um, he was, uh, due May 5th, no May 4th. And he was born May 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the night I was asleep on the couch and my water broke and I was wow. like, Whoa, <laughs> that never happens. Like you hear about that yes. in movies. And it's like, oh okay like i'm in labor like i'm not having any contractions yet but i'm like okay clearly this is happening so um i tried first yeah i know i was so shocked so i looked at nick uh, and we were both asleep on the couch i was like um i think my water broke and so i called my doula and she didn't answer and i was like okay well like it's 11 o'clock at night maybe she's asleep so like i tried calling again and again um i texted her and i kind of just waited for her and i was like you know what i'm gonna labor at home as long as possible um and like soon after my contractions started like picking up I was like okay this is the real thing I called my OB and they're like yeah like feel free to like labor at home because I wasn't GBS positive or anything so I could do that um and then I get a text from my doula and she says I'm so sorry I have COVID oh
0: no (laughs) I was like oh my
1: god so we're gonna do this alone like okay, here we go. And, uh, so me and my husband, um, you know, went into it and we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do our best. And I didn't know what to expect. Cause with your first, yeah. you don't know what it's going to feel like. So I labored at home for maybe like two or so hours in the tub. Cause like my waters were still yeah. kind of like flowing out. I mean, I didn't want to wear a diaper. So yeah. I just got in the tub and kind of labored for a bit. I was like, okay, like this is feeling like pretty intense. So I'm going to go to the hospital. I got to the hospital and I was probably like, three four centimeters (laughs) and I'm like feeling a little defeated but I'm like oh my gosh this is like exhausting like I wasn't in control of my breath like the waves were like getting to me and I was like I I just can't do this and I remember like being admitted going into labor delivery room and I was like on my hands and knees I was like my arms are so tired Mm -hmm. like I was just I was Mm -hmm. not mentally handling it Mm -hmm. well and I didn't have my doula to kind of like Help me and like Nick was doing his best, but like not really doing counter pressure because I didn't know what I needed at the time and he doesn't know. Um, so I was like, okay, like let's start like thinking about interventions. Um, so we started off, I forget what they gave, it was like a shot and it kind of like took the edge off, Mm -hmm. but I was like, okay, like that felt nice, but I'm still feeling pain. Yeah. And I was like, you know, once you get that little taste of you know relief, I'm like, give me the (laughs)
0: epidural.
1: It's like just give it to me. So I ordered the epidural, um, and then I actually got to take a nap and it was lovely nice. and they put me on my side and I think ev- everything just kind of my epidural kind of settled mm-hmm. into that side. So that side of my body was dead. Like I didn't feel anything. Um, so I was grateful for that, but I could not feel my entire, I think it was my right side. Um, so when it came to pushing, Nick literally had to hold my leg oh up my the whole way cause I could not feel a thing. Um, but it was really cool because they set up a mirror for me to be able to like see oh, wow. me pushing. And I loved that. I love to be able to like see mm-hmm. him coming out and like, crying. it was just a really cool experience. Um, and you know, my nurses and the OB was great. Um, so that was not an issue at all. And I felt comfortable, um, with how everything went. I was just kind of like disappointed that, I got an epidural because that was Mm -hmm. not my plan. So I was kind of beating myself up about that. Um, But, you know, everyone tells you, oh, you got the same baby and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really make me feel any better, to be honest, because I'm a competitive person. (laughs) Like, I'm very competitive. I'm like, I wish I could have pushed myself more. And then I feel like Mm -hmm. if I would have had my doula, and I'm not blaming my doula at all. Like, but I feel like I wish if I would have known more or if I could have know, tried to labor in different positions that I could have done it. So, you know, I was kind of beating myself up about, up about that. Um, and then that kind of like leads into my like breastfeeding journey. Like he didn't have a great latch, like it was very shallow, very painful. Yeah. Um, and then that I ended up, um, like pumping and trying that, so it just was not working out well. And I was very frustrated. Um, and my sister, who is a pediatric speech and language pathologist, she was, she kind of noticed some signs of like a tongue and lip tie. She's like, I think you really need to go to a specialist mm-hmm. about this. So we went to East Berlin Smiles um, and they diagnosed him with a tongue and lip tie so both um and they revised that and he was probably three months at the time so it went on for a while um and he was showing signs of like colic and all this because he was taking in a lot of like air like with the latch There's so many things you don't know until you speak to a specialist and your pediatrician is not a specialist in in that. So I highly recommend seeing, you know, East Berlin's Smiles or another, um, tongue, like oral tissue, oral ties. I think that's what it's called. Um, specialists and even your chiropractor can kind of help diagnose that Mm -hmm. as well. So we got that revised and we had to do a lot of, um, like stretches and just, um, helping Everett kind of, like, loosen all that tension in his mouth, Um, but we were past the point of our breastfeeding, so we were just doing formula, which was fine, like, but there was a lot of mom guilt around that, like, oh, like, why couldn't I breastfeed, so with my second, I was like, okay, I'm going to educate myself as best as possible. I'm going to do all the things to have the best natural birth. Um, and this breastfeeding journey, I really, really want it to be success, successful. So I took a, um, course, an online course called built for built to birth with Bridget. And she was incredible. She has a lot of free content on Mm -hmm. YouTube as well. Um, So I started like watching her free stuff. I was like, okay, I need all of the details. I need everything. So I bought her course and I cannot recommend it enough. Like it made me feel so confident. Like I did different, um, all of her meditations, all of her um, education around like what your body goes through. Mm -hmm. So I like, I knew the ins and out. like (laughs) I knew exactly what was going to happen. Um, and of course I hired my doula again. So I had Lex. Um and no COVID. And no COVID. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. See you later. Um, I know. So luckily this time around, um was everything I wanted it to be. So the so <laughs> I actually went a week past my due date, which is like also, oh, you're second. Like yeah. you're gonna go early. It's gonna be better. I'm like, okay, where is she? <laughs> so <laughs> Um, Of course, my OB was like, okay, let's schedule you for an induction. I was like, no, 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 yeah. we're not doing that. And they tried to and I was like, no, you can just cancel it because yeah. I'm not going. So, well. <laughs> so I knew like to advocate for myself. That's good. But the funny thing is the induction date that they had sent was a day she actually came. So <laughs> if that gives confidence to any moms out there who are on the fence about going for an induction. I said, just like, give it a week, mm-hmm. you know, just let your body do what it needs to do. Um, so it was very, you know, you're looking for all the signs. It's yes. like, mucus, mucus on the thing. And like, I knew what labor felt like mm-hmm. this time around. So it's like, I knew confidently what it was. Um, but my water did not break first this time. Um, it was kind of like a gradual, like I had some cramping, oh, yeah. um, And it started like at 5 a.m., but it was just like period cramps. Mm -hmm. And then, so I kind of like went through all, it was a Sunday and like, I had envisioned my birth. Like this was part of like my quote unquote, training for labor. I envisioned it from start to finish, like what it was gonna feel like, like my perfect day. And it was playing out. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, it was a Sunday. My family was over. Me and my mom went for a walk. I like had to stop and like breathe through a couple contractions. Um, and I, was, I thought nothing of it. I was like, okay, like that was fine. Like I was starting to time them here and there. Um, we hung out in our little pool, like that we had set outside, and I was kind of like, you know, noticing some contractions and timing them. And then it was around like three o'clock when I was like, okay, like I think I need to like do some counter pressure. I had my mom like apply some counter pressure. I was like, wow, that feels really good. So I had my husband start doing yeah. counter pressure for me. Um, and then we called my doula. I was like, Hey, like, can you just come over? Mm -hmm. I just would love to have you here. Um, and maybe help Nick do counter pressure. Um, so she came over Mm -hmm. and then it was about, and my parents, um, took Everett, uh, Mm -hmm. to their house and my dog. So it was just me, Nick and Lex, just kind of like working through, um, some surges and it was just really peaceful and like really calm. And like I was managing them and breathing. And then once I felt my breath start to change and it become a little more like, ooh, like mm-hmm. really breathing down, I was like, let's head to the hospital. Like, yeah. let's just go. Um, my water had not broken yet. I was just, I just could tell, I could feel a change. And so we got to the hospital and like in the car, you know, you're trying to breathe through some contractions and it's not the most comfortable position. You're just I, your yeah, going over the, um, the bridge to Harrisburg hospital. I'm like, oh, like, oh my gosh. Um, red light's really yes. Cold. Yeah. And it's really, it's only like a 12 minute drive yeah. from my house, but it was still like, okay, can we get there? Okay. Uh, and I remember getting in the elevator and there was another person on the ele- elevator. I'm like breathing through a contraction. I think I scared the poor person. <laughs> poor person um and we get to the hospital get checked in and we get like up to the eighth floor and they're like oh like are you are you in labor and I'm like uh yeah like that as I breathe yes I'm like breathing <laughs> through a contraction my husband's like uh yeah she's in labor like so um my um OB comes out and he's like oh yeah, like I, for sure, like, let's go get you checked in. And I was eight centimeters. And I was like, I remember looking at Lex and Nick. I was like, I did it. Like I got to the point, like, and I, it was easy. Like I felt like in control of my body and of the waves and the surges. I'm like, I can do this. It just like
0: felt like, I'm going to cry. Yeah. It's like, I know that, that feeling. feeling it, yes, I like, think once you're a mom, you know doing that
1: feeling. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's such an incredible feeling. I was like, okay, I can do this. So we get into like the labor and delivery room and they're trying to place. So I ha- I was GBS positive this okay. time. So I knew they had to administer um, the antibiotics and, god love her this girl was trying to place an iv and i'm i kept flipping over to get into a comfortable labor like a um position and i was like i just can you hold on She stabbed. she must have stabbed me three or four times Uh. i'm like okay can we just i can't i can't do this i was like i really want to get in the tub so lex started up the tub um oh oh also forgot to mention Um, my OB was like, Hey, like I gotta do an emergency. I gotta do a C-section. So I'm not going to be, I'm like, fine. I don't care. Like whatever. I'm just going to labor in the tub for a while. Um, and very much a God thing because if he was there, he would not have let me go as long in the tub as I was. So, um, and also another God thing, Danny Steele, she Mm -hmm. was her, her shift ended at seven and I got there at seven and she oh, stayed, wow. Aww, she stayed so for me. And I was like, Oh my gosh. I was like, Date, like, go home. Like it's fine. And she was like, no, like I'm here. I'm like, okay, perfect. Like, thank you. Thank you. So she was really good at like, you know, pouring water down my mm-hmm. back and just also like, helping me and like coaching and like Lex was amazing. And like, oh, like the room was perfect. The lights were down. Lex brought this beautiful, like salt lamp. So I had my meditations going. So it was such a perfect environment. um So Danny ended up placing the IV for me. And I probably got half of like the dose before mm-hmm. my body just let loose. And I was like, okay, we're pushing. Yeah. Like it, it just happened. Like I was not forcing it. My body was just yeah. like, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And uh, that ring of fire. Oh my goodness! I was like, yeah, you "I." You feel it? The first time, uh-uh. no. Nope. I was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna rip in half." I was like, "Good Lord!" So I'm like pushing as hard as I can, and I remember just like growling. I was like, "Oh!" And my husband was. God bless him. He was like. I do not know what sounds were coming out of you. I was not screaming. I was literally just like growling mm-hmm. as deep as I could to get her out. And um Danny grabbed a midwife and they came in. And I have this all on video because I just oh. I'm so, so grateful that Lex Lex captured this for me. I remember, um, because Lex was kind of like having her hand on me, kind of like putting counter pressure, kind of like lifting up on my bottom. Mm -hmm. And that felt so good. Like, and I don't, I don't know what she was doing, but it felt so good. The water down my back and her kind of like giving counter pressure like up on my pelvis. So this pushing was still in the tub. Yes, yes. So I was still in the tub laboring. And I, and again, in my visualization of how I wanted, like I had to dream about this. I remember putting my leg up like into a lunge Position, mm-hmm. so intuitively, I did that, like in oh, real wow. life. And the um the midwife came in, she was like, "You need to move, like you need to get out of the way." And I was like, "She better not be talking to me because I'm having this baby right here." Because mm-hmm. she was actually talking to Lex to get oh. out of the way. And so, um, she was like, "Ashley, reach down and like that's your baby." And so I put my hand down. I was like, I could feel her crowning. I was like, "Oh my god, like this is happening." Yeah. And of course, in my head, I was like, "This
0: hurts." Yeah. <laughs>
1: But other than that, like I was so in control, like even in between each surge, like even after being like in transition, mm-hmm. I was like, calm, peaceful breathing. And then in that moment, I was like, mm-hmm. it's go time, like get this baby out. And so um, she came out and I reached down and I pulled her to my chest mm-hmm. and I just sat back and I was like, I did it. We did it. Yeah. Like, and I just, I was like, I can't believe I just gave birth in the tub because you're not allowed yeah. to do that. You cannot not do that. And so it was totally, I feel like God's presence was in that moment. Like everything aligned perfectly. And I was like, I did it like, yeah, I freaking did it. And I just remember my husband just kind of like hugging us and just holding us. And I just, it was so beautiful and peaceful. And then they just, um you know, after a while they, I don't know how long it was, but they let me just like stay, yeah. like, like stay, sit there in the tub with her. um And then they got me at, like, they helped me out and then um, I'm pretty sure they let me birth out my placenta without like a lot of like tugging mm-hmm. or anything, which was also, I'm very grateful for, you know, they de- yes. did the delayed cord clamping yeah. and all of that. So it was literally to a T exactly what I wanted. And then my OB walked in and he was like, oh, can I help with anything? I was like, Nope, you missed it. Sorry. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, thanks fit, I'm good. Yeah. It was literally the most perfect experience. And I'm just so grateful for how it Aww. played out. Um, and then tried to breastfeed. And I mean, she she latched, but it was so painful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, and again, like, it, of course it's painful in the beginning. Yeah. Like your nipples are trying to get used to having somebody suck on, them, yes. you know? Um. So I was like, oh, maybe that's just what it is. And, you know, the lactation consultants at the hospital were good trying to help me. And then I ended up calling um Janelle from mm-hmm. Lava Baby Lactation. I love her. I just absolutely love her. She was such a great support. Um, she came to our house and like she weighed baby, you know, weighed her beforehand mm-hmm. and then weighed her after. So she was getting enough milk. Yeah. Um, but she was like, Yeah, she has a really shallow latch. And this time around, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get her evaluated for a tongue and lip tie. And I went like, a couple weeks after she was yeah. born and like they did the revision because she had a tongue and lip tie but what I didn't know was that I should maybe started with body work for first to like mm-hmm. help with like some of that tension and like you don't know what you don't know like, mm-hmm. I've said that before and so you know we did body work trying to like help with the you know the tension and all of that and to like really help her latch because getting it revised is not just a quick fix there's like work that goes into it And I was like, wow, like I thought it was just going to be like done, like yeah, slap her on it. This is going to be great. So I probably tried for two months tirelessly trying to get her to latch. And it was exhausting. Like I said, I went through some baby blues. I remember nursing her and just feeling empty Mm -hmm. and just like, just totally like, it's hard Mm -hmm. to explain. It was just like empty. Like I, I would just cry and just like not feel anything. It was just like, scary feeling and I kind of and I remember saying that to Janelle I was like I just feel like empty and she was like okay I think we need to like you you need to talk to Nick you need to talk to some help and um you know I talked to her about like also like supplementing with like bottle feeds like pumping and give it to Mm -hmm. her it's like and she was like she never made me feel guilty for doing that and then um she was like okay maybe try for a day of just doing you know bottles and then after that, Carson did not latch, Mm -hmm. and it just felt crushing, because I was, like, that wasn't my decision, like, I wanted to to keep trying, I was trying everything, and I was, like, you know what, like, if we have to just exclusively pump and bottle feed, then that's okay, too, Mm -hmm. like, I had to kind of let go of that, and pray, and, like, okay, God, like, I know, like, this wasn't my plan, but I'm just going to pray that I can get through exclusively pumping, so I did all the research on that, and that was quite the journey, but I'm very proud to say that I lasted a year of exclusively pumping, and it was such an incredible feeling to be able to, like, be her her source, because I didn't have that Mm -hmm. with Everett, and I'm so incredibly proud, because it was hard, (laughs) it was hard, because I'm, I was a working mom, like, she went to daycare so I still had to like pump and give her, mm-hmm. her that and it was just a wild journey but yeah. I'm just just really really proud that I was able to to do it so yeah oh I can't believe like I'm on the other side of it and like she's our last so I'm oh. I'm just like uh yeah. I love talk talking about our our whole birth journey and like um pumping because I'm really I'm really just proud but I'm also like I miss it, like just seeing
0: you hold her. I'm like, oh, I miss that. Even
1: though it's hard, like, yes, it's just so fulfilling. (laughs) It's just like,
0: yeah. Well, I think like how now you do the photography. Yes, you can just go back. Like I go back and look at her pictures, and I'm just Mm -hmm. in Mm awe. Yes, because of how you do it, the Mm -hmm. pictures are just as if you're there Mm -hmm. and relive it exactly. And that's
1: why I love what I do now. That's like what has led my heart to do birth photography, birth photography, do fresh 48, Mm -hmm. do newborn photography, because they change so much. And like, you're Mm -hmm. in this haze, like this postpartum haze Mm -hmm. where like, you don't really know what's going on around you. And especially in labor, you don't know what's going on. So that's why like, I love looking back at my birth video. And like, oh my gosh, it takes me back Mm -hmm. to that moment, to those feelings. And like, I can remember every single detail because of that video. And I'm so grateful for that. Like I wish I would have done that with Everett with my first, but you know, I didn't. You don't think of those things. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You really don't. But you know, because I'm a photographer, I did my own little fresh 48. So I, you know, have Everett mm -hmm, with Everett and with Carson. I have those photos printed and like in their rooms. And I'm so grateful I did that because even like getting home, um, they changed so much even within those couple days. So Oh, I just, I really love what I do. Like I'm actually going to a newborn shoot later today and I cannot wait because I just love holding the babies and just know. snuggling them and just capturing the bond with like their mama and like their dad and just like that new, the newness, the newness mm-hmm. of everything, like of breastfeeding, of just like figuring out like the diaper changes and the swaddling, like it all feels, I'm sure for the parents overwhelming, but mm-hmm. like I love capturing those in-between moments of just like, the snuggles and just, uh oh, the, all the little details. So that's like, because I remember like, I put myself in, in that mom's shoes. Yeah. I'm like, what do I want to remember? What do I want her to be able to remember about this time? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, just like, I feel God has like called me to this. And so I pour my heart into my clients and like into the overall experience of like having a client closet of dresses that like, moms can just choose from it because they probably don't have dresses that they feel comfortable in postpartum I want to be able to offer that for them so they don't have to buy something new I bring them lunch because I remember not being able to Mm -hmm. like cook food let alone eat anything so I'm like I just want to be a blessing to them in any way I can not because like like I don't want to make a ton of money like I want to just be able to serve and like be a blessing to others Mm and like this is how I can do it so yeah. That's just like what I just, I'm so grateful that I get to do this full time now. So oh, it's been truly a blessing.
0: Well, yeah. Cause you left your job just I did recently in
1: May. Yeah. yeah. So I've been able to, you know, go full time and it's just, wow. Like I've been so lucky that I've had a study, like, um, clients, you know, find yeah. me and like, I've been able to pour into so many families and it just, it just feels so aligned and yeah. just, so great. So I'm glad I get to, to do this full time now. So
0: that's so cool. Mm -hmm.
1: Thank you. I just, I I truly love what I do. And I hope that shows like in my work.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And I've told you (laughs) that over and over again. Yes.
1: You're my best advocate. I I adore you.
0: (laughs) I do have to say Rob and I told you my Mm -hmm. husband didn't want a photographer. He's like, what? No, we don't need that. This Mm -hmm. is private. This is just me and you Mm -hmm. and the baby. And for years, like, this isn't the first baby I've asked, like, to have oh, yeah. a photographer. Mm-hmm. So we've done the Fresh 48 mm-hmm. with Isaac. We had those done. So that's her brother, older brother. And then I think that was it. It was just Isaac mm-hmm. and everybody else. My aunt did Amelia at home Aww. yeah, And because she was trying out uh, her new camera, I don't mm-hmm. take sure. But that was, like, the the most experience we've had with a photographer yeah and so with you I'm like no we're gonna have it and he's like fine fine we'll we'll do it as long as they're you know yes way. Yeah, yeah and I was like yeah they they don't even come anywhere really close to make you feel like they're here yeah and afterward he was like I'm so happy we had Ashley come oh and I was like I know me too because yeah. we have these pictures now yeah and so he looks at them and he's like wow This is, I love
1: that. Just like hearing the guy's perspective. Cause I feel like a lot of women go through that. It's like, well, my husband really doesn't want it. So I don't Mm -hmm. think of what, but like, I know the mom's desperately want those photos. (laughs) So I think that's the biggest hurdle is kind of like showing your husband or your significant other, like, no, they're just kind of documenting the story. Mm -hmm. Like we're not all up in your business. We're not going to be like, Hey, pose like look over here no we're just we're in the background we're capturing the moment and they can be um the photos are going to be photos you're proud to to share with your friends and Mm -hmm. family they're not super graphic unless you want that I love capturing some of those beautiful images of like the crowning moment like because that is powerful like what your body can do, but also if you don't want those i will we will absolutely respect that and like only capture the images that you want to be able to tell to still tell that story, so they can be as much as you want and as little as you want, but we just really want to capture and tell that story so you can relive it over mm-hmm. and over and for me, I'm so proud of my birth story, and I cannot wait to share those photos and videos with my daughter and be yeah. like, "Look, I'm gonna cry like look this is what." are capable of like mm-hmm. uh like that's what I was praying over I was like I just want to be able to show my daughter what she can do like yeah woo. <laughs> I don't have tissues <laughs> <laughs> like birth is so powerful oh yeah so powerful and so I just I love telling that story and other I'm being able to tell other people's birth stories through photos so
0: yes thank you
1: for allowing me to share my story
0: oh my gosh I didn't know that you gave birth in the tub with Carson yeah like in the hospitals in our area they say to not give birth in Mm the tub yeah and I remember with Evie I was like Mm -hmm. I need to get out I need to get home
1: yeah you labored so like so fast it was so awesome to watch you because you were a powerhouse like you were so in control I'm like holy moly and just to watch like you and your husband together I was like obviously this is not your first rodeo like you know what you're (laughs) but it was just oh it was incredible just to watch you and Mm -hmm. just be so in the zone and like you just had your head like your your ear pods in and just like you were just cruising it was oh you and I had similar experiences Mm -hmm. because
0: I felt I don't think you can really explain that peace. yes and like Mm -hmm. the power that God has put in our bodies to Mm -hmm. birth a child. Yeah. Unless you truly hand that over to him. Yeah. Because I felt exactly how you described it that just like your body was pushing and you're like, wait, what's going on? Yes. It's so weird unless you experience it. Uh You're the first person that has said the same thing without Mm -hmm. me telling them. Yes. This is my experience. So that's cool.
1: Yeah. Your body just knows to take over. Because I know like with my first, I was pushing because like... (laughs) I was obviously on my back. I had the epidural. They told me, Hey, like it's time for you to push. And Mm -hmm. so I probably pushed for over an hour. Um, yeah. But like with her, I had maybe two pushes and she (laughs) flying out. (laughs) And I remember like for yours, like you were like, okay, baby's coming. And you literally reached down and like, you pulled her up. And I remember you saying you barely had the strength to lift her out. And I'm like, yeah. it was just so incredible just to watch you be able to do that. Cause that was what you wanted. Mm-hmm. And the, the nurses and like, I think, did you have a midwife?
0: I did. Yeah. My voice yeah. Away.
1: <laughs> but they like allowed, they respected your decision mm-hmm. and like your choices and like to watch that unfold. I was like, thank you, God. Like that was yeah. incredible. That was incredible to witness um, because a lot of, I've seen some births where there were some things that happened and I'm like, wow, um, I feel like that mom's going to have some birth trauma around that. Mm-hmm. So that's also hard to witness. Yeah. But Like when you get to witness a birth like yours, I'm like, wow, I love what I do. This is incredible.
0: <laughs> well, I'll never forget you and my brain, Becca, Becca. Mm-hmm. afterwards. She's like my
1: ovaries. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let's do it again because she's a mom as yeah. well. Yeah. And only moms get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. just
1: Yeah, you totally forget about the crowning and all of that. You forget about it. And you want to, yeah, uh huh. That's how
0: God intended it. Yeah. Yeah. So, with everything that we've shared, I guess what's one thing that you'd really want, or a couple things that you'd want to leave these moms Mm -hmm. with? I would say
1: hiring a really good support system, whether that be Mm -hmm. a doula, like for um like labor and even postpartum making sure you have a lactation consultant even if you don't think that you're going to have any issues just having that support to kind of bounce ideas off of um especially Janelle she never made me feel guilty for like using bottles and then transitioning to exclusively like she was so incredible um and then knowing your resources have a chiropractor have um you know like I said East Berlin smiles Mm -hmm. like they were incredible and just doing your research so for labor like take all the courses like just know what your body is going to do from start to finish because that's going to help you be more in control of um you know your mind and just like your Mm -hmm. breath and just that's my biggest you know my biggest advice is just understand what's going on and even if you do have to have a C-section, understand what's going on there yeah. too. So you're not scared. Um, yeah, that's, I, I'm very, very glad that I took that course and had that support system. So,
0: yeah. I know. Cool. Support yeah. is key. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: yeah.
0: we think we can do it, but then reality hits and we're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> what yeah. is my help? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah. Thank you for letting me share my story and my advice. Like I love talking about it. Um, and I would actually love to offer like your listeners kind of like a discount. So I would love to give your listeners 10% off like a fresh 48, if that's something they're interested in. So yeah, they can just reach out to me directly. Um, so they can find me at Ashley K photography, um, or shoot me an email at hello at ashleykphotography.info and just let the, let me know that they listen to this podcast and I'd love to offer them that discount. That's
0: so amazing. Thank you. Of course. So thanks for being here and sharing. My pleasure. Your experience. And I know some mom out there needs it. So yes. Thank oh, you. Of course. My pleasure. Uh-huh.